Round one. Fight. <laughs> some recaps to go over on the picks last week and of course we have a major major mma bout coming up tomorrow from fight island that's right folks the return of conor mcgregor as he takes on dustin poyer and i'm telling you right now i can't wait for this fight and we'll talk about it here in a minute. But first, let's talk about these awesome partners we got over here at BW Sports 1. That's right, Elite Performance. If you want to look like this, I don't know if you could look this good. Not everybody can. It's okay. But like this, 765-499-1005. That's right. Check Zach out over at Elite Performance. <coughs> Excuse me. Also, Aries Academy and Aries Sports Vision Training. I'm going to tell you what, guys. If you've never had a sports vision exam done, if you've never heard about this, check out Aries Sports Vision and Aries Academy. I just started the, the academy part of it uh, last week. First couple days, literally, my eyes and my brain felt exhausted after going through the training. Now it's not exhausted, but they feel like they're working. It's feeling like the eyes are doing a workout itself. Check them out, honestly. Especially you younger athletes, high school, um, junior high, you can start them out that. It's great. 317-537-7433. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home, check out our rock star realty, Sean Nugent. Call Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. Now. Without further ado, let's get to talking about some fighting action going on. Last week in the UFC's um, first ABC broadcast, you know, it's ABC 1 or Fight Night 200, whatever it is. They came out, they put on a show, and it was on primetime. Well, I'm sorry, it wasn't on primetime because it was during the day, but it was on a prime broadcast station Um Awesome job. Let's get right into it. The the co-main event of the night had Carlos Condit going up against Matt Brown. And I said that Condit was going to win, and I was correct. But start off, uh, the control on top uh, by Matt Brown, I mean, was astounding. Condit uh, couldn't do much. He couldn't get much going in that first round. Um, so Brown did kind of take that round 10-9 in my book. And I think on the judges' scorecards. But my problem was there wasn't much movement from Matt um, on the top. Uh, it was I don't know if he was hesitant to get in there with Carlos on the ground because we all know that Carlos is that lengthy guy. He's got those long legs. He could wrap him around, and he about did. Um, 
you know, it wasn't really close, but you saw him get starting to work those legs around the neck, trying to kind of bait Brown into a uh, uh, triangle or an arm bar. I know for sure it was a triangle at first. It may have tried to slip to an arm, but it didn't get it. Uh, going into the second round, second and third round, I mean, there was uh, Carlos, it was, it was Condit's time. Um, the in the second round, I don't know if anybody saw this or not, but I know I did, and I was it was exciting to me to see that side sweep takedown by Carlos Condit. That was an awesome move. It's not used a lot, and because a lot of the times you slip, you miss, and you're on the ground, and the guy's coming on top of you right then. So awesome move, Condit did a great job. Uh, he had full control of the second round, third round. Uh, yeah, Brown took the first nut shot of 2021. He got it. It didn't take him too much, but, um, you know, Condit still worked that round. Third round, still went to Condit. I don't think it was the crotch shot that got him tired, as some may feel, may think. I'm going to tell you you're wrong, because I could tell Brown started getting tired at about the th a third of the way into the second round. Um, you could just see it. If he wasn't there already by the end of the first from trying to do something on top, he definitely was there by, uh, like I said, the third end of the third portion of the second round, or the first third, I'm sorry, of the second round, and Condit went on for that. To the main event, man, Max Holloway put on a hell of a show for us. He was all over that poor boy Cater. Uh, you know, decent round in the first. It was kind of, eh, you know, it could go both ways. We all knew that. Um, second round. Uh, split. Yeah. I don't know if, I believe this was one of the rounds that got a 10-8. And that's exactly how I scored it. It was, it was 10-8. Um, you know, the knockdown. It, 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 that was it. Third round, fourth round, fifth round. I mean, it was it was a no contest, really. I mean, Max Holloway came in there with a purpose, with full of passion, and he handled his business. Now, let me say something here. I don't care about showboating as much as others. I don't see it as totally bad. And he's cons he's considering himself the best boxer in MMA, which. You see it, yeah, okay, you're damn good. But, man, when you're putting your chin out there like he did, all it's going to take is that one shot. And we all saw, remember, Anderson Silva versus, uh, uh, what was it, Weidman, uh, Chris Weidman. Well, Weidman caught him. He was showboating. Don't showboat until the, sh until the fight's over, son, because until that bell rings for the final ding, anything can happen. But... Congratulations, Max Holloway's moving on. Um, you know, you're looking at Oliveira had a very good showing uh, too. That may be the match to make, honestly, between those two. Uh, I think, honestly, that's it. There's a lot of Khabib talk. You know, K Khabib is not coming back. He is not coming back until he wants to, regardless of what Dana White says. You know, Dana, oh, he's coming back. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. You know why? For one. He told his mom he wasn't. You know, he's he's holding on to that promise to his mom. Second is, <coughs> excuse me. Second is he's starting his own promotion over there in Russia. He's he's getting that taken care of. He's going to be running that. And 
I don't see any problem. I don't. I don't see anything happening that where he's gonna be like, okay, yeah, let me go back in there because Dana, Daddy, Daddy Dana wants Dana, Dana, Dada. Yep, you know what I'm talking about, Daddy Dana. There you go. But again, great showing for Max Holloway. Now, let's get in to the fight of January 2021. We know what we're talking about. It is the return of Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. I can't wait for this matchup, folks. It's not the only fight on the card worth uh, watching, worth, you know, uh, paying for the for the fights for the event but this is the one that everybody wants to talk about this is the one everybody wants to see Dustin Poirier versus Conor McGregor 26 and 6 for Dustin Poirier 22 and 4 for Conor McGregor both are standing at 5 foot 9 both have came in at a weight dead on at 145 no oh. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, 145. Uh, Connor has a slight two-inch reach advantage um, with the arms. And Poirier has a half an inch advantage on the leg reach. Now, when this came out, the odds were minus 300 for Connor McGregor, plus 240 for Dustin Poirier. And right now, I just checked, and right now... It's moved slightly at an advantage to McGregor, obviously, at three, I'm sorry, minus 310 to Dustin Poirier's plus 250. Not a big move, but big enough to see what's going on. So I can't wait to watch this fight. Where's my money going? I'm going to tell you where my money's going. So you talk to any fighter. Yes. Conor McGregor is an outstanding fighter. He's an awesome athlete. He's an amazing fighter in the cage. Not so much in, in the uh, boxing ring against Floyd Mayweather or, you know, Manny Pacquiao, which is supposedly happening. But regardless, in the cage, in, an MMA, in MMA, he is a phenomenal athlete. And we can't take anything away from him on that. However... He has had one hell of a layover. He's not been in, in an actual uh, cage, in an actual fight, in an actual event for a long time now. Will that cause a factor? To an extent, yes, I think it will. But let's talk about Dustin Poirier. And I'm going to tell you right now, Dustin Poirier is not getting and as much love and respect i think in the mma world in general especially to the you know i don't want to say fair weather but the uh, the casual uh mma fans he's not getting a lot of love and respect at all everybody thinks on that aspect everybody thinks that conor mcgregor is going to come in and smash the daylights out of poye and i'm gonna tell you to back your bus up Dustin Poirier is a different fighter from the first time these two guys met. Conor McGregor has said it. Conor McGregor at the weigh-ins and at the uh, press conference the day before, uh, it was either yesterday or Wednesday, I can't remember which day, it may have been yesterday, 
He met in the center of the stage. I have not seen Conor McGregor shake somebody's hand in a long time leading up to the fight. Afterwards, yes. Leading up to the weigh-ins and the events of the, the week of the fight, haven't seen that. That's telling you right there, for one, either A, Conor's changed a little bit, which I don't think so, on that aspect, excuse me. But two, he sees a man in front of him that can beat him. Literally, literally in his mind somewhere, there was a respect enough to shake the man's hand. He didn't. They didn't cause no riffraff uh, like we've seen in the past with with pre-fight stuff with with McGregor at weigh-ins and stuff like that. It's a very respectable fight fighter. I'm sorry, very respectable weigh-in. Now again, Poye is no joke. He did get the title. You know, he did hold that belt. Regardless as if it was when Connor was not in or not, Dustin Poirier had the belt. He rose to the top after their fight. And my money, if you bet your ass, my money is going on the underdog. Dustin Poirier will win. This fight tomorrow from Fight Island in the UFC against Conor McGregor. Mark it down. Take a picture. Write a note card. I don't give a beep. Because that's what I'm saying. That's what's going to happen. Boom. End of story on that. Now, again, I said that this wasn't the only fight on the card that I really want to see. I want to mention just two other fights on this that I think is going to be really good. Juliana Pena and Sarah McMahon, both of these girls are phenomenal. Neither one, you know, we haven't seen them in a little bit, but that's okay. Because these girls can get in there and bang. And when I say bang, I mean they're going to leave it all out in the cage. And I'm going to go with Pena on this one. Very slight underdog at plus 110 to Sarah McMahon's minus 130. Sarah's phenomenal. I just think that Juliana is coming back in and saying, you know what? I had the chance before. I got to go through this again. And I'm sorry. I'm looking over my notes right here. She does have a three-inch reach advantage. Um, they're both standing at 5'6". Uh, you know, um, strike counts and accuracies relatively the same. Takedown accuracies and averages are relatively the same. It's going to be a damn good fight, folks. But bet your ass on Julia Pena. The second one that I want to look at this is early in the fight. Or early in the card. Mosfar Evlov. Very, very high favorite against Nick Lentz. Why did I bring this, this fight up? Because I really think... That there could be a major upset in this one. Nick Lentz has been, I mean, just striving for the UFC for so long. He's finally there. Now let's see if he can bring the heat. And I think he will. So there you go. Three upsets on the card for this week. Pay attention. Now, little other news. Uh, unfortunate news, guys. UFC veteran Paul Verilins. Sorry, died of COVID at age 51. Uh, he was at UFC 6, made his debut, the polar bear, 6'8", 300 pounds. 
Uh, went into the quarterfinals, I believe, in UFC 6. Won his quarterfinal match, but then met Tank Abbott. And at that time, Tank was a Tank. Was a tank. And Tank Abbott, you know, won that match. But he came back not a few months later in the UFC 7 tournament and did fairly well again. Um, so it's a sad day for that. Uh, you know, RIP. Thank you for the memory, sir. Um, you will be missed. Another uh, inf- unfortunate news, uh, COVID-19 has struck again. Fedor, Emelianenko, is sitting in the hospital right now, hospitalized by COVID-19. So, uh, Fedor, you know, we're sending our love and respect and prayers and thoughts to you guys. I hope that you guys are able to make it out of there with uh, very little uh, complications, very little uh, ongoing issues, if any. Um, Fedor, we're thinking about you guys. Now, last week on the show, we talked a little bit about the USDA, USADA um, pulling marijuana off the banned substance list. Got a little bit of conversation going over the past week, but I'm going to hold off on uh, on talking about that anymore because there's something else that I want to, I really want to stress to everybody and talk about. But before we do that, we were able to have another amazing interview this week, and this one comes from Brad Machine Gun Kelly. That's right, folks. I watched his first debut fight in, in bare knuckle fighting uh, back at BKFC 15 in December. It was a hell of a fight. The dude was, I mean, and I talked to him, and you'll see uh, the full interview is up on YouTube channel right now, BW Sports 1. Check out the full interview, but I'm going to give you a little clip here. Now, in the full video, we're talking about, you know, how at the beginning of this fight, he took a few shots, and it was like, ooh, man, he's taking some damage. I hope, you know, he can come back and rejuvenate himself. Well, he talked about in the interview, uh, he took a shot to the rib. First real bare knuckle shot to the rib um and it was definitely you know not what he liked uh, because it broke well, the rib broke but you know it woke him up and and he continued on and he was able to win that fight um but let's talk a little bit about the difference um with brad in between mma uh boxing and uh excuse me um you know, the difference in having those gloves on and not having those gloves on and taking that punch. So let's listen in real quick to a portion of the interview that I had with Brad. Explain that fighter instinct that you were talking about. Like when you got hit, when you got on the ground and you hit him that first time, then boom, it clicked. Kind of explain to the BW Sports 1 fans what that is. Well, it's, it's just a fight or flight, man, kind of thing. Um, a lot of people have it and a lot of people don't. Um, a lot of people they can have a, a good offensive striking and also they get cracked one time and they're like, Oh man, they go into ghost mode. Like what, what do I do now? They freeze up. And I think that comes from lack of getting hit in the gym. And I don't, I don't recommend brain damage in the gym and hard, and hard, hard, hard sparring all the time, but you have to know what it's like to take a punch, mm-hmm. you know? So in my opinion, that's, that's what you gotta do. You gotta learn how to take a punch. And if you don't, you're going to freeze up, you know, you're going to tap out. You're going to check out. So it's it's all about a fight or flight, you know? And to me, I have that heart to where when I, when I do get hurt, I don't even show emotion Mm -hmm. because I I have so many wars in the, in, in the gym sparring, you know, if I get hit, I don't show it. Or if I get hurt, I don't, I don't show it. That's that that great defense. It it is, (laughs) it is, it is. is. But, uh, 
also like the, the defense in bare knuckle is is different. Um, mm-hmm. your hands feel real naked. You know, like you feel it's like, oh man, this is this is legit like street fighting right here. You know, it's, right. it's not it's not technical boxing. It's not MMA. It's it's fighting. You know, that's what, that's what it comes down to. There you go, folks. Brad Machine Gun Kelly, BKFC fighter. Thank you, Brad, again. Thank you, Audra, for allowing you guys to spend some time with me on the interview. Check the full interview out, BW Sports One's YouTube channel. Click that like and subscribe for us. We greatly appreciate it. Now, let me get back to this last final thought that I have uh, for this week. Uh, I will say I'm actually getting ready right after this show I'm hopping in the iRacing chair. I'm racing with my team in the 24-hour race at Daytona tonight. So from right after this till about 8, 9 o'clock tomorrow evening on Saturday, we'll be running a race. So uh, this is going to be my last thought of the night, last thought of the week. Please let me know what you think on this. I have no problem dropping people's names. I do not want to even give this piece of shit any love by dropping their name on this show. So, I'm going to explain to you why I'm calling this guy a piece of shit. Everybody knows in combat sports, pay-per-view money and ticket sale money and all this, that, and the other go towards paying the fighters what they deserve. You want to talk about... Boxing makes millions compared to MMA guys. Yep, they do. And hopefully, you know, hopefully the it kind of levels out somewhere. But you know, these MMA guys deserve just as much um, as boxers do. They're both putting their bodies at risk. They're both putting their livelihood at risk, and they deserve getting money. What happened yesterday? I got into facebook for a minute and i saw some piece of shit saying literally broadcasting to the world that he doesn't see why bkfc bumped their pay-per-view uh price up on this fight coming up february 5th page fans in britain hart well they gotta pay the fighters and you know what that's what they did but this piece of shit went on facebook and said Oh, 40 bucks? Now I know why the page is blah, blah, blah. I guess I'm going to stream it. I'll find a stream. Are you serious? You're a piece of shit. You're stealing from the fighters. Plain and simple, point, period, the end. You're stealing from the fighters. You're a thief. You're a piece of shit. And again, I'm not even going to say your name. But you know what? I bet this whole MMA world, or the whole, I'm sorry, the whole combat world, knows exactly who I'm talking about. And if you don't, you can gladly go on Facebook, look up Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, and I or BKFC, and I bet you find somebody, or you could have, you, you may not now, because the BKFC hopefully put a stop to them using their name. But this guy puts out there that, and all of a sudden he's giving reasons and excuses of why he's going to do this. Guess what? You piece of shit, thank you. You know why I say thank you? Because you just opened the door for real people like myself, 
like my friends at Cage Side, Chris down there in Florida, like the real people who spend our fucking money to watch these guys fight and put on a show for our entertainment. Not anything else, but to put on a show for our entertainment. And you are going to be a piece of shit and steal the money right from underneath their their chin, their nose, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You're a piece of shit. And I hope all you guys out there that are pirating these fights just as well can fall off somewhere. Because again, you are making this combat sport industry pissed on. I'm pissed and it has nothing to do with me. I'm pissed because it's it's the it's the reason. It's the whole value of paying the the pay-per-view, of paying to, to for a ticket to go to these things. It's giving the promotion the money to pay the fighters. Now granted, we've seen in the past not all promotions will pay actually pay their fighters what they deserve. We all know it. We've been in the local scene. We've seen it around Indianapolis and, and Indiana as a whole. That's why there's not there's not as many uh, you know promotions around the areas because you sifted out the pieces of shit. Okay, a promotion's first number one job is to keep your fighters and your staff safe. Number two is to pay those said fighters and that staff correctly, fairly, justly. Okay. Anytime you watch a stream, you grab a stream from a bullshit website and you go out and you're watching that and you're not paying the tickets, you're not paying the pay-per-views, you're screwing over the fighters that deserve it because they are putting their lives, their bodies, their minds, everything on the fucking hook to entertain you. And if you're not going to pay them, how in the fuck can these promotions do that? You know why? Because they aren't able to if you are stealing streams. Get it together, guys. If you know anybody else that knows these uh, these types of things go on, we all know they do. It, it's not We're not ignorant. We're not, we're not stupid to the fact. We all see it happening. It is what it is. We, I can't stop it myself. But I have no problem spending the twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty dollars, or whatever it is. Now boxing's a little crazy. I will say that. But you get a guy, you get six guys together. Now I'm sorry. Yes, you could social distance with six guys. If you split sixty dollar pay per view between six guys, do the fucking math. It's only ten dollars. You piece of shit. And that's part of your business. You put a net. You put a promotion's name inside your Facebook page name. Okay. Again. I'm not going to say the name of the, the, the thing because hopefully my friends at BKFC have now stopped it. Have now probably serving legal papers to that piece of shit. And I hope you do. I hope you get sued for it. I hope you you get stopped, dropped, and rolled on because, again, you open the door for people like myself, the real people who do it the real way, spend the money to watch these fights, cover these fights, put blogs out on them, and we paid the money. You know why? Because we helped the fighters progress in their career either win or lose that doesn't matter they deserve to get paid regardless whatever they signed up for they deserve to get paid and nine times out of ten they actually deserve to get paid a little bit more so fuck you all you pieces of shit that's stealing money from these fighters because the promotion you say 
the promotions, f- uh, pay-per-views too much. You know what? Go kick rocks. We don't need you. But I appreciate you. Thank you for being an idiot because you allowed me to put my foot in the door to have interviews with fighters, with staff members, with owners, with promoters, all that. You know why? Because, again, I do it the right way, just like my buddy Cage Side Chris. End of story. Done deal. Bye, Felicia. Now, really quick, before I end, I'm going to throw up a little, uh, what do we got here? Yep. little uh, future future fights yeah, coming on. Obviously, tomorrow again, UFC 257, Poirier and McGregor 2. Next week, next Saturday, we got the big Caleb Plant versus Caleb Trax. IBF super middleweight title up for grabs. And that is right, folks. In just two weeks away, February 5th, BKFC 16, Knuckle Mania, Paige Van Zant, Britton Hart. I can't wait to see this. And I, you know, the, there's there's three main fights on the card, uh, or the three like the three event, three main events. There's a co co and, and thing. So you got Paige Van Zant and Britton Hart, Hart 4.0. You know, I got your back, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. That headlines. You have Johnny Bedford uh, going up against uh, Win. Can't remember the guy's first name. I'm sorry, sir. That's for the belt. Bedford's putting up his belt on the line. Win's an awesome fighter, and I can't wait to see that fight. And also, Quentin Hero Henry going up against Chris the Crippler Lieben in Lieben's retirement match. That is going to be a fight for the ages, I think. Both of them are going to go in there and start banging on each other, and we'll see who falls first. We will see who falls first. Thank you guys, everybody, for joining us. Combat Zone every Friday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the BW Sports 1 page and channel. And as always... We keep it sporty just like on Wednesday nights. That's right. Real quick rundown. Sundays, got to checkers and wreckers, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time in the morning for everything that goes fast, drives hard. I'm sorry. Drives hard, shifts fast. Nope. Drives fast, shifts hard. And keeps the rubber on the road or slings that dirt. Monday nights, bet your ass with Rafael Spars at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tuesdays, the state of basketball goes live. 7.30 Eastern Standard Time from the one in the eye of the storm. That's right. Wednesdays is the football, guys. And wait for it because we will be announcing the new show name. That's right, folks. Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thursdays, get your mind right. Keep that positive vibes going and flowing in your brain with Quantum Inspirations with Monica P right here on uh, Friday nights right here at Combat Zone 7.30. And Saturdays we end the week with a little bit of super kicking action, super kicking it with Steven. That's right, 12.30 Eastern Standard Time, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's everything for the Squared Circle. Folks, we are out. We're getting ready to take on the 24 hours of Daytona. Here we come. Thank you, everybody. For joining us, if you got any, uh, if you want to throw out some comments, questions, concerns, email us info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. Check out the website, bwsports1.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. We send some special stuff out there. Check it out. We'll see you next week. Peace.